Okay, Deacon Justin, so I wouldn't be like this. Dude, let me get you get one side, I'll get the other. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do that with a bandana? <laughs> Can you split a hanky? <laughs> you, <can keep> it. <laughs> <laughs> you get ten minutes. I get ten minutes. Oh my god! I'll just I'll just raise my hand when yeah. I feel like a, a good evacuation. My, my grandpa always has a hanky on him. It's a strong move. Just at all times. Yeah, I keep my boogers. <laughs> they travel with me. I wash them out. Yeah, I love the earth. It's yeah, right. Like, yeah. Dude, Eco, pro eco dudes. I got uh, one of the greatest generation. Bro, yeah, fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> I got my grandpa's one of my grandpa's hankies. Yeah, cleaned. Yeah, um, but I uh, fucking dope, dude. I keep it in a little treasure box, man, and I've worn it in a in a suit jacket before, like pocket square style, right? Totally. Yeah, but but for boogers. You know those pocket squares? They they hit a certain area where you're just like you don't assume. Well, don't blow I, your nose in that shit. If I ever had a pocket square, I just assume I would use it for boogers. I that kind of went unsaid, I guess. Well, yeah, but then you know, all of a sudden, you got to go to you got to go to one for boogers that you don't maybe show or yeah, show, yeah. show that clean corner. Or if it's uh, yeah, you the grace that old gentleman had is they yeah. knew how to keep a clean corner. Or you come across a lady who's upset and you can pull it out only if you see if it's like nicely folded and hasn't been snotted on yet. You see, yeah, here, 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 there, there, and you wipe, you give it to the lady. She wipes her tears, and Dude, you're such a gentleman. You would get you would get accosted if you did that now. If you handed a crying woman a hanky, I think so. I think that's very. I think that's she very sick. Proto, <laughs> <laughs> that's litigious. I think that's that's the proper thing to do. Your that's, Honor, you cannot prove that <laughs> the germs transferred. I think that I think that passes the Me Too test. I gave. I think you can hand a hanky to I an think upset right. lady. I think you're right. I gave a hanky in high school to a, a girl that was crying, yeah. and it was my bandana that had the Muppets on it. Oh. And quite honestly, wasn't my favorite. It, it had a, it had a, I had a lot of bandanas, dude. I don't that know was if I, on the I don't know if you know that. Yeah, <laughs> I, had, I had a grip of bandanas, fucking to the point that the ones I didn't wear that were out of rotation, because um, I wore a lot of bandanas. On you my retire head. them up in the in the rafters. Yeah, pin all four corners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cover the ceiling, so, dude. Heyday. <laughs> 11th grade covering my ceiling with bandanas sleeping on a waterbed man like a like an axel rose kind of deal like how'd you how'd you wear them no like like um you know do rag oh what like tupac style like aunt jemima with the knot in the front no not in the front oh and not in the back so just like Function. like a pirate yeah like a pirate uh, totally like a pirate <laughs> okay so way more like brett michaels yeah yeah but anyway she was she was distressed and uh uh, no, not like the big headband. Oh, okay. That came when I grew hair out in college. Then I, then I they did, did the, the big. That's called the Matt Sorum. Yeah, it's a killer move if it you can pull good. it off. You got big hair. Yeah, it's nice. It's necessary. <laughs> she was crying and uh, distressed, and I offered her my bandana. She took it, and uh, and then I told her that she could keep it. She blew her nose on it, right? Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. There was fluids on there. <laughs> anyway, that's yours now, Jared. I want to say something. Oh boy. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, I was just uh, using the restroom before I came in here. Yes. And I want to say how happy it makes me feel that you're a Saltines family. You got a big ass 12 pack 
box of saltines well, chilling in the, your downstairs bathroom. That's where the excess Costco storage goes. Is down in that in that laundry room bathroom. How long have you been on saltines? Uh, I really only fuck with them when I'm like sick. Yeah, yeah. No, they got a time and a place. Yeah, but, but the kids, <laughs> when they come uh, into your life, Margot really likes to like just spread butter on them and take them down one at a time like that. She's a fancy lady. Yeah, yeah. Did you, uh, you ever... Soup, it's good in, like, chowders and stuff. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not a maniac. <laughs> Saltines are great. They're great to have sponsors that have no idea. That... <laughs> I'm going for saltines. Yeah, notice. This name brand saltines, too. That was no fucking Western family bullshit. Spring that extra 20 cents for yeah, the real saltines. No, straight up. Real. I would... Uh, I used to always keep a box, uh, a sleeve or so, on my ship. One, they're great if you feel sick. Yeah. If anybody's feeling sick. And two, for feeding the birds, dude, you can huck them, you can get some distance, you can yeah, break like them in, little you know, little ninja pieces. Stars. Yeah, they're great. They're great. Shit. Yeah. It's nice. Well, you help yourself to a sleeve on your way out. I would love it. Seriously, can I? <laughs> yeah. Because you got enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Keep it in the truck. Yeah. God damn it, Chris. There's something I got to tell you. All right, dude. It's, it's been a long time, but all of a sudden on the horizon, we got a motherfucking... Threat Oh, I hoped this day would come. Threat assessment! Sleeper has awakened. <laughs> that fucking hurt my hand, actually. My, my whole my whole palm is tingling. I tell you, like a good skateboard fall. <laughs> Dude, wow. remember that time I went face down just smack my hand? Smack. I got a little too much in that. Threat assessment! <laughs> Been a long time, like months, right? Yeah. It's been a drought. Yeah. Threats have not stopped coming. No, we just stop assessing them and addressing them. <laughs> However, this week, I got to know What's how bad on? we should be sweating. What's going on? Jeff Bezos' penis. Oh, shit. Jeff Bezos. Apparently, there's pictures of his penis out on the internet. Is that yeah. is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Well, we shouldn't have canceled our... Uh, our ad banner. Yeah. So, you know, that, I'm, I'm not saying. Bezos, dick. Just saying. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, get the fuck out. A, okay, it must just be like normal to large or he'd be sweating this way harder. Yeah, what is it? Brett Favre showed his dick. Eric Estrada showed his dick. Fuck <laughs> Eric Estrada showed his dick? I think so. Really? Or at least I hope. I can't wait. I hope, oh, you didn't see it? that day. No, oh, man. but I'm pretty sure on this episode, you, you, you either talked Damn. about or pulling up celebrity dicks. No, that was, that was years ago, Chris. Well, you got to talk about old shit. <laughs> in the past. Yeah, I'm, I'm get the fuck out of here on this. This is, I don't, this is rich guys uh, duking it out over rich guy shit. Yeah, yeah. He extorted hey, me. Shoot your dick. You know, yeah. And, and inquire, that guy, he's a douche, obviously. So did he, would he email it? Would he, he text it, right? I guess, but he's he trying digitized to, his dick. Jeff Bezos is trying to figure out how the National Enquirer is getting his dick pics. So he launched an oh, investigation yeah, yeah, yeah. into that. Yeah, yeah. And he's coming across some shit about the, his journalist that got yeah, killed in you know, the whole it's a yeah. thing now. Yeah, it's a thing. But get the fuck out of here. Totally. Distractions. Yeah. That was number one. Number two, Brexit. Whoa. <laughs> hey. Okay. All right, Brexit is basically Great Britain not being part of the European Union and therefore not sharing currency. They got they They already they never went euro. They they, always kept the pound. Yeah, they always have one foot out the door, huh? 
I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I don't really have an opinion on. This I don't have either. a single fucking clue what Brexit I, means. You, I'm go you just describing that to yeah, me yeah. is my the extent of yeah. my knowledge on Brexit. Meh. I follow like three British people on Twitter, and that's that's how I know about Brexit. <laughs> They're mad you, about Ricky it. Ricky Gervais, hang on, Ricky Daniel Day Lewis, <laughs> who says nothing. Ricky Gervais, and um, I'm going to go with uh, Simon Pegg. I do follow Simon Pegg, and I follow <laughs> Nick Frost. <laughs> nice and uh, Duncan Jones. A.K.A. Zoe Bowie. A.K.A. Yes. <laughs> the Thick White Duke. A.K.A. <laughs> anyway, he's funny as hell. All right. But, uh... Brexit. Brexit. I'm, I gotta just, uh, on site, just... Eh. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm with that. Because it, I don't I don't know so much. We're talking global finance. It feels familiar, though. Know. I'll put it that way. It feels familiar. I feel like... It's the same sentiments that are blowing around like in this country. I, I feel like it's not so different from the way things are here. Yeah. I mean, the I, way I, things are lining up. The people yeah. on this side. Yeah, yeah. People on that side. I, I got to know what Bono thinks about it, really. that's that's He's not chiming in. If he is, I'm not hearing it. Got to figure out what Bono thinks about Brexit. Yeah. yeah Somebody call John <laughs> Dude, by the way, that yeah. fucking documentary about fire? Yeah, I watched With Ja Rule? Ja Rule's a dick. He's a dick, dude. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Him and that white boy, they're dicks. I don't know. We're not talking about no, him. No, that's not a threat. I'm doing assessment! Yeah. Snowmageddon. Oh, 2019. Fuck. PNW. You know what? It's not just here. It, the whole country has been... Yeah, yeah. Hammered. By the snowfall. Yeah. And the cold temps. There's a difference between weather and climate. And the weather's <laughs> screwy because the climate's <laughs> shifting. Eh, these things happen, but it, there's an increase. There's an increase in the volatility of the weather. I'm going holy fucking shit only because, one, weather. Yeah. That's the, that's the equalizer. You got you to gotta respect the weather. We, yeah, Mother Nature's still going to win. Yeah. We, we're not that... We're not that hard in the streets. <laughs> Mother Nature's the baddest of them all. Yeah, yeah. She got volcanoes. We're playing tornadoes. games on her court. You know what I'm saying? She yeah. owns the stadium. That's right. And the earth that the stadium <laughs> is built upon. Safeco Field. Rest in peace. <laughs> What's it called now? I, I don't I think unions. It's called. Uh, Wait a minute. You're talking Safeco? You're talking about the football stadium? I don't know, man. One of them's get Stevo, but then you know he's highly suspect <laughs> about his news. Like, don't make Stevo your news feeder. You tell all your friends Belinda Carlisle uh, plays with Pearl Jam. Although, did you see Brandy Carlisle on the Grammys? That was nice. No, you no, know, it, was nice. Nice. it was nice. Good. Uh, which brings me to number four. Okay, well, where, where do you stand on the Snowmageddon? I'm holy fucking shit because okay. I don't need this. Okay, so Seattle. It's it's it's, it's severe weather. Yeah. You got to deal with it. It's on your radar, man. You got to prepare for it and and react because of it. Oh, my house is like thirty six hours away from Lord of the Flies, <laughs> like the female version. And I guarantee you, I tell you what, I'm gonna remake that movie all with all. We're gonna do <laughs> Ghostbusters kids. on that shit. And I'm just telling you, the research I'm doing right now. Yeah, yeah, shit is hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Lord of the Flies, uh, female edition, fucking hardcore. Dude. <laughs> People aren't ready to see that shit. No, <laughs> the idea whose time has not come. Fuck. 
Oh, I, I wanted to wrap up with Snowmageddon with yeah. this. I'm I'm so done with the Mageddons and the <laughs> apocalypses and the gates. No yeah. more gates. Yeah, either. no more gates. No more apocalypses. The original. No more Mageddons. I'm Mageddon sick and fucking <laughs> Mageddons and shit. Go to Orama. You know, uh, if you call it Palooza, Palooza, Snow Palooza, Weather Palooza. That's still kind of fun. We could fuck that out and make it dumb, but let's. It, yeah, it's ripe. And if you're going under 25 miles an hour and you skid, it's a little exhilarating. It's fun. <laughs> it's not terrifying. Right, right. All right, what else you got, dude? On you didn't see the Grammys. I didn't. But it's just really like the first shot of what is to come. You didn't see the number four, Lady, <laughs> Lady Gaga. <laughs> She's been on the list before. I know this. She's making a hard hard comeback because, okay. and we're gonna. You need to Gaga. you need to watch Gaga on the Grammys. I didn't spell that. Gaga. Okay, it's too much. It's just it's, it's too, too much, much Gaga. It's too much. Wait, you, you so with everything that Lady Gaga has has done in the past, this was too much. It's a bridge too far. Having not seen it, it's too much. Wouldn't she like writhing on R. Kelly in her last video or something? Ooh, yeah, that wasn't too much. <laughs> R. Kelly's not on the threat assessment, Louis. Threat assessment, though, it should be. Yeah. Um, I just, um, I think I've reached my limit of Gaga. I've had full enough. Up. I've full up a Gaga. <laughs> it's like, um, did you see them? Her movie. It's like the guy in the nineties that you just with show Bradley up. Cooper. Show, show up to the party like in vests with no shirt on underneath. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, 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 yeah. We see you. We see you. We haven't stopped seeing you since you came on my TV. Mm-hmm. Look, some of that shit's pretty cool. I like it. You know, poker face is nice and yeah, yeah. But I see you already. Yes, we. Yeah, we know you're here. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. S- sit down. Be humble. Yeah. The words of Kendrick Lamar. I, you know, it's crazy, you, and it's just getting started because this, here come the Oscars now, and she's gonna. And you saw, you saw that movie, right? No, Stars Born. You didn't not. see it. Oh my god! Oh my god! You've it's seen so good. It's, no, <laughs> it's so no, good. It's, it's not so good. It's not. It's fine. This it's is, not so, so good. This is the third remake, or this is the third, maybe fourth. I don't know. Yeah, third or fourth it was rendition. A silent of this. film or some shit like that. <laughs> it, was, it was vaudeville cave drawing. <laughs> it was this <laughs> series of hieroglyphs that ran <laughs> like a serial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I. I get the fuck out of here. I don't care. I. I just know that it's. We're not even to the Oscars yet. That like Pete Gaga has not been reached in our collective oh, consciousness. Yeah, yeah. She's on a run. She's undeniable, Jared. Oh my god! She, and you saw the documentary on Netflix, right? The Lady Gaga one. I did. That wow, really did. cemented my feelings yeah, on Gaga. Yeah. Like I think that <laughs> had the. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's me, but that had the opposite effect on me that I think it was meant to. I agree. I didn't like her uh, her performance uh, behind the scenes on American Horror Story. For her, for like, yeah. like the, when they showed that in the documentary, yeah. I was like, "Oh, you're really tough to work with." Oh, you should be nicer to people. Yeah, that was the impression I got. It's like you're kind of shitty too. to people. Yeah, I got that too. Yeah. All right. What do you? How do you feel about Gaga? Obviously, right now, man. Yeah. Yeah. Ask me. You, ask me. Come Oscar season, I might be like, "Holy fucking shit!" Right now, I'm like, "Yeah, okay." All right. Okay. I see you. Okay. All right. Talk to. You. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> I got to get the fuck out of here on that one. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, I mean. She's just such on the periphery of my radar, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I don't know anything current. 
I know that she, she you know, I know Actually, that she's the grand, there. Yeah. And I, also, I think she's really talented. For sure. You know? For sure. It's, it's, it's also Taylor Swift, too. Same thing. I know I know about the same amount of songs. Uh, I somewhat enjoy them. It's some <laughs> amount of, like, false modesty that goes along with her and Taylor. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're in their I mean, own every worlds, single man. award, every time they win the award, they're like, oh, can't my even, gosh, me, really? Yeah. Yeah, we can't even relate to what they have to go through on a daily basis, Jared. (sighs) Do you think they're good at driving in snow? Then get the fuck out of (laughs) here. I only respect people who can drive well in snow. Yeah. I don't know if that's me. I want a president who can drive well in snow. That's why I wanted Bernie Sanders. I was like, that motherfucker could drive in snow. Oh, you know Vermont? He just chains up the Volvo and goes for it. (laughs) Time me. (laughs) Yeah, that dude knows how to control a car that's breaking loose. <laughs> Which is, uh, you got to respect yeah, that too. It's applicable. You know? Yeah, yeah. There's something to be said for when you're in a fucking sideways skin, you look over to the passenger and you're just like, yeah, this is happening now. <laughs> I can do my best. <laughs> Threat assessment! Number five. Dude, China is on the dark side of the moon right now. <laughs> what? You can't just say that shit to me, dude. Do you, you haven't seen that? No. They have a probe, like one of those Mars landers guys. Yeah, yeah. But it's the moon lander, obviously. They're going to land? They're going to they set did. it down? What? They did. They already had been what? on the moon for like a week now. Holy fucking shit. The pictures keep China rolling moon? in. China moon? Not just a song anymore. China's fucking around on the dark side of the moon. What are they up to over there? Why, why, they, why you got to go around the corner? You gotta you. go around the corner, dude. You gotta go over the horizon. Holy fucking shit. I'm for it. They're not gonna plant... One, you don't get good radio signals there. No. So it's not like they're planting something that they need to talk to a bunch. They're talking to Optimus Prime back there. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I'm for it. But they're gonna get Trump's... Uh, undies in a twist now. Now he's gonna I be gonna all... gonna go like, with dander up. <laughs> that too. You yeah. get dander from a wig. Yeah. But, uh, We're on the same page. I like it. He's like, oh, uh, this, we already went to the moon 50 years ago. Sad. China so far behind. Failing China. Couldn't even send people. It's a robot. It's Robin Williams. Hey. <laughs> it's a ghost of Robin Williams. Boo, <laughs> Boo on your China. <laughs> <laughs> I just see it. He's, he's going to start. He's going to diss him just for going to the sure. moon. But so what? He's a, a, We're actually so going what? to Mars. So I'm not impressed. It's a, it's like a, you can't get outraged. I got outraged. a space force. <laughs> How'd they do it? Shit. Yeah. I, I get it, China. Good, nice flex. Nice well, flex well, for I'm, you, I'm China. I wonder what they're doing there. I'm just what, looking what, at rocks like probably we did. Okay. So let's talk about the future of economy in space. There are so many opportunities for mining asteroids and mm. that that sort of thing. That's where resources are going. There's more steel and ore flying past us than we have on the Earth by far. Yeah. And so we're talking about higher rhythms. If, if, if China starts delving into the idea of we're going to start mining some of this shit. Mining the moon. Uh, you're not going to mind the moon. It's not made of anything great. Cheese, apparently. Exactly. Put and the French right I, out of business. Let me tell you something. I'm kind of breaking up with cheese in a little bit of a way. I, yeah, you're talking about your lactose issues. I, you know, I think I've been it my whole life. 
just finally coming to terms? Well, yeah, I just I just realized that, you know, several years ago, but like, wait, wait a second. Maybe that's why I shit my pants riding home <laughs> on my 12 speed that one time from West Hampton. And I was happy to have milkshake. Fucking, <laughs> I, was, I was eating it fucking yogurt and cream, dude. <laughs> milkshake and a slice. <laughs> Getting ice cream. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like, oh, man. But you know what? It made my tolerance for pain higher because there was times where you're oh. like, I need to choke this thing back. It's like a yoga pose. <laughs> <laughs> Jared. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. That's China's what I on say. the dark side of the moon. What? What? I'm for it. What do you say? You're saying holy fucking shit? I say holy fucking shit. I'm, I'm, I don't think they're up to They can't do anything too cool. Like, I'm not worried they're putting missiles back there nah, or man. anything. Nah. Um, Look, but, we're talking long term. We're going. Elon Musk is doing round trips into space. There is. This is so amazing that we are on. We get. We got to see the internet fucking come into play. Destroys right. the idea of the TV and the phone. But it's it's yeah. related. But I mean, it just world communication instantaneous. Private space travel. You know, our folks got TV and satellites. That's fucking huge. Um, but now we're starting to we're long game in this thing. We're seeing the benefits of it, and now we're doing routine flights into space. That's amazing. No, I'm just getting flashbacks because it seems like the Cold War is about to start up again. We just withdrew, withdrew out of that Listen. treaty, the nuclear yeah, treaty. We're going to start getting more missiles. And it's going to be a space race. We're going to start sending monkeys to Mars, like all over. You I've don't want to see that, shit. dude? I'll, that's a pay per view <laughs> channel. I'll pay. I'll pay right now for fucking monkeys to Mars dot com. <laughs> Fucking, <laughs> I am down. Dude, okay, so re- I don't know if you remember this, but when China hosted the Olympics and they did their opening ceremony. Oh, amazing. I'm fucking having to enjoy it, watching it, right? Yeah. And I wanted to text you that night. And I told you about this on, on one of our podcasts. But the message I was getting was like, they're talking about going to space and that's going to unify the world. Like space, space exploration and shit could unify the world. China has an idea of this. Now, granted, I don't think that was in their message. That's what I was extrapolating, you know, several steps beyond of their performance. Or they get to set their missiles up there first. Missiles. We, we got plenty down here. It's it's such bullshit to throw a missile yeah, on the you moon. Could, you could throw the dry gulch missile when nobody's that. looking for it. <laughs> You just come out of nowhere with the ha ha! I got one on the moon, <laughs> dude. Slingshotting boulders for asteroids yeah. in the cities. Now that's a bold move, and that happened in Star Blazers with the fucking meteor bombs. That's right, coming from the crab nebula. <laughs> oh, that's been a great addition. Don't say we didn't warn you. Yeah, with that out of the way, Chris. I felt good. I feel cleansing. Yeah, I'm so stoked. Cleansing and clarifying <laughs> yeah. on all these matters. I feel that we got some closure today. It's good to get clear on that shit, man. Whew. Man. Difficult waters to navigate. Yeah. We're still talking about good second albums. Fuck. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe even great ones. This is a great one. We're what we're going to talk yeah. about right now, this is a great second album. We're supposed album. to have a guest tonight, but Snowmageddon. Snow, snow up. Winterpalooza. Happened. Yeah. I don't know what thing. Slush and snow to shit ton. It can't nobody get nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody know about that. <laughs> but ain't nobody know about that. Uh, so we called an audible literally this afternoon. What album do you want to do is uh, what the text went out. Allison Chains. Dirt McGirt. Mm. <laughs> Doing it. Mm. 
released in 1992. Yes. Recorded in 1992 during the L.A. riots. Yeah. Did you read that shit? I read about how they had to bug out with uh, Tom Araya from Slayer. They had to bug out with him to Joshua Tree for five days and and cool out while the city just burned. Because Tom Araya was doing vocals on Iron Land. Yeah. Bro, I got Wikipedia, too. (laughs) (laughs) We can't call each other out on uh, checking Wikipedia. That's just a fun fact that I would have never known had I not read Wikipedia. Yeah. But. What did you research for this? Wikipedia and just listen to this album for 25 years. Right, 27, nice 20, 20, 92, well 27 years. Yeah. God damn, dude. No, that's not right. It's not 27 <laughs> years ago, but it is. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm not into numbers. That's harsh. That's <laughs> that's harsh to me, man. I don't like that. I don't want to think uh, about it. Dude. Anyway, September 29th to be exact. Yeah. Soon we're gonna do albums that aren't from the nineties. <laughs> At some point, Maybe. some point, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're we're gonna end up doing. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing um, albums from artists that we're maybe not fans of. Mm-hmm. I don't I, know. I can dig it. Yeah. Anyway, this Alice album is a fucking banger, dude. It starts out with a banging track. Them bones. Grand gotta, met, oh, I got to mention that Dave Jordan is the producer. Uh, yeah. Uh, you saw that. Also the producer of Nothing Shocking. Dude, and he did facelift as he well. He did facelift. So Dave Jordan is, uh, he's, he's showing up again. Because there's reverb on that snare. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it, it, uh, it fits them. Like this album sounds so dense. Yeah. And it is yeah, yeah. probably the greatest drug album ever recorded celebrating and uh being trapped by yeah it's a whole arc it's almost 90 percent of the way to being like a concept album it's undeniably and often spoken of as being influenced by drugs yeah heroin we talk about mike Starr, the bassist who i think's performance on this album is exemplary it was his last album with them yeah I mean, half because the guys got that made in, this album are dead from heroin. He got the, so he took the ride on the white pony. Yikes! That, is that one of the things? Yeah. Say that. Yeah. Who the, was that? that Deftones album. Dragon. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> Deftones. They got a good uh, second album. Listen, September 1992. I used to, you know, I used to do like the the top ten singles, but those are really not very indicative of no. what it, the I mean, singles come and go. Yeah, but well, you got to look at the top albums of that. Mm-hmm. We, we're talking about albums. I got notes too. Albums. My brother. What do you got? We'll go one for one. Number ten. Oh, I, oh you're doing it in order. <laughs> I just I just wrote down albums that was that was released. These are in the top ten. I'm talking okay, like you do really the hot yeah. shit. And I'm not gonna name all ten, but okay. Eric Clapton's Unplugged was number two. Number one. Some gave all by Billy Ray Cyrus. Holy shit. Including the hit Achy Breaky Heart. Well, tough to deny that, man. What an annoying song. Yeah. It's in your head right now. The best part of him is Miley Cyrus, probably. But, uh, yeah, it's good. Right? It's so good at least we got that out of the deal. Uh, Vince Gill and Vogue, Funky Divas. That was a good record. Mm. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And Vogue. And Vogue. Yeah. What do you got to say about Sexy that? Sexy music. Totally crossed out by Criss Cross. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, oh, the Mary J. Blige album. What's the four one one? Nineties Mary is the uh-huh. only way to go. If you, if you're in the merry mood, it's all about the nineties. Oh, Ten by Pearl Jam was also number three on the album list. That came out that year. Yeah. No. Well, it came out. I think it been out. I think ten. Okay. I think ten hung out on the charts for a minute. All right. So these are what uh, I found that were released. Okay. Automatic for the people. Mm. REM. Hey. Boom. Kids. I was already on the REM train. <laughs> Rock and roll. Yeah. Before before that album. So I was happy when it came out. Uh-huh. What I like was Monster that came out after that fucking... That's a banging album, dude. What's the frequency, Kenneth? It's a good show with that tremolo. Yeah, Jesus Christ. with eyeliner. Check your head. Ah. Psalm 69. Ministry. Oh. Ramalab, damn, ding <laughs> yeah. I didn't album. listen to a lot of ministry. All my ministry was secondhand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, slanted and enchanted. Uh, pavement. pavement. Three years, five months, two days. Since you looked at me uh, <laughs> by Arrested Development. Aka <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, the band you like better than Tool. Yep. And all of these <laughs> bands, uh, the um, who are we talking about? Allison Chains. Yeah. Co-headlined that year. Of Lollapalooza with Primus. Oh. Now we saw the Primus show, but that's where Tool and Arrested Development were also playing because they're releasing shit, mm. dude. And then uh, End of the Silence by Rollins, which is a hell of an album. I think we all agree on that. Cause I'm a liar. <laughs> that's the one after. Oh, and don't sweat the technique, <laughs> Eric Main Rakim. Oh, boom! Nice. So this is a good year. It's a good crop of albums. This is yeah, shit's starting to. Get popping. Do you think this is Alice in Chains' best album? Absolutely. I agree. Like, no contest. Yeah. It's... Uh, it's the one. It is. It's the chosen one. And... <laughs> like I said, it, two two of the guys are dead as a result of everything they're singing about on this album. So, uh, you want to hear them bones? Yeah. I remember when I tried that earlier and blew our ears off. Try this because it comes out it comes out the gate hot. Gigantic slabs of heavy metal sludge coming yeah. down on your head. And they hit that stop within the first what 10, 20 seconds of that fucking intro. Dude, it's great. These guys use stops very well. <laughs> very well. And if that ain't heavy metal, go fuck no. yourself. That's heavy metal. No, we man. got your attention? Yes. Yes. And that's about the first lyric that you, gra- you grab. Yeah. Like, oh, big old pile of them bones. Oh, we talk about bones. <laughs> oh, shit. And the cover, the cover got a lady laying in the desert. Is she dead? Is she alive? I don't she know. She might be dead. We're talking about bones, we got. She's dead, yo. Yo, <laughs> that lady's dead in the desert. <laughs> this was a single too. Oh, this is like a radio single. This was on, this was on the radio. Yeah. Like you just got sustained for days. <laughs> and now you just got those hi-hats just sewing. Just <laughs> Sean Kinney's a big old lug of a 
beast back there. I love and, him. And how, how do you feel about this? Timing wise, writing songs in odd timings, and this album has a lot of tempo changes yeah. within the songs too. Yeah. Um, I feel they fall between Pearl Jam, which is more straight ahead, uh-huh. and Soundgarden, Who which were, take it a little bit further. Yeah, they are because they understood the trick. That you know, like this song, the verses are in seven eight, yeah, and then the chorus goes into four four. So you're like, all of a sudden, you can you you can't bang your head to seven eight. It's so fucking hard. Yeah. You got to do a little swirly neck move you on the some style, and you got to strut it. <laughs> you gotta you gotta strut. By the way, my mom said John Wayne had a strut. Ah, I can see yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Duke would have a strut. Yeah, Duke had a strut. Oh, that's how they come out the gate. I mean, Face. I like. I really enjoyed Facelift. I thought that was a really good album. Dude, listening to this album today, I was so excited as soon as it started. Yeah. I started my day with it. Yeah, this uh, yeah, I, this was hotly anticipated by me when it came out, too, because of Facelift and the whole man in the box. And I was down when this came out and it was just like, what are you giving me? So what where, is this? Where were you at, you know, to come back to a little bit of segment? Where were you at when you when this album hit you? I guess you were just kind of saying it, which is Man, reminding like me of this. It's soft, September, so that's the beginning of probably. Yeah, sophomore year. Yeah, junior okay. year. Eh. I don't know. No, no, but but that, you, that high school, high school, and um, would you? How did did you? I got so, the cassette. So you were you were waiting for it because <laughs> oh. you were on facelift. Yeah, so I went to Fred Meyer and bought the cassette. So I've never owned this album. I know every song on this album. I've oh, never yeah. owned a physical like a CD of it. Five fucking radio singles off this album. Dude, this thing is a crusher. It's a crusher. Um, Man in the Box, totally on my radar for Alice in Chains. And then where I was at when this album came on was MTV, the video for Wood. Oh, uh, that was the first single, yeah. And, oh, because it was from singles. And yeah. so, yeah, and written before most yeah, of yeah. the songs on this album from, you know, the Wikipedia. <laughs> um, and uh, some other reviews. So, Such a great... I, yeah. I, I, I thought I was already onto Jane's Addiction at this point, And I thought, I was like, is that Perry? That looks like Perry, but that's not the band. But you just saw the video real quick. Oh, like the yeah, first the, time or so. He's wearing it's the lighting and he's wearing the sunglasses, mm-hmm. um, which I found is a theme because Lane Staley really did get hooked pretty bad on heroin and uh, would show up in the term pinned. Yeah. And I imagine that refers to like fucking pin eyes. Yeah. Just uh, yikes. Shades help. Which is funny, because Perry sings about, you know, the, the girl, man, she had pin eyes. Yeah. She had the same opinion. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I saw this. I didn't know if it was a Jane's Addiction song, but it didn't sound like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next time it came on, you know, maybe right. a few hours later or so, I was like, oh, fuck, this is an Alice in yeah. Chains song. It's like the first time you saw the sex type thing video by Stone Temple Pilots. You're like, is this Alice in Chains? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice one. Yeah, he was pulling the... Yeah, when Lane was short and bleached, and Alice in Chains, as far as videos are concerned, always good videos. Yeah, yeah, they were a good video band. As far as we talked, we talked about Junkies on the Nothing Shocking album. This is, I think, that's why this one is so special. Junkies are full of shit, right? Yeah, this is some honest, real talk junkie shit on this album. Yeah, and it's not all pretty. At the beginning, it is. That's why I say it's like a concept album because there's an arc at the beginning it's all yeah 
I do it a lot. I don't go broke. Fuck you. I want drugs. I'm young. Yeah. Kiss my ass. <laughs> and by the end, it's it's gone to shit. Yeah. It's it it's a an, a real honest album, and it feels like uh, every time the song ends, you're kind of happy because if you dwell on it for too long, <laughs> you see where this is all going. And indeed, that's where with this band, that's where it fucking went. Yeah, and they're all really short songs too. Yeah, like two well, and a half a, minutes, three couple, minutes. This is six minute or uh, yeah. five minute or whatever. But let, let's let's right. play some more, man. This oh wait, damn that river. Oh, yeah, you, yeah. You know what the song is about? No. Well, you hear all the comic geology. Book, the, no, the, like I hit you with a rake. You know, it's like real comic cartoon violence. I guess it was penned after Jerry Cantrell and Sean Kinney got in a, a big fight, and Sean Kinney broke a coffee table over Jerry Cantrell's back, <laughs> like WWF style. No joke. That's why this song is hilarious because it's just like it's like Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote violence going on through the whole song. You know, you know, anybody can can add to a Wikipedia page. No, right? I'm just no. That was I was on a magazine. Thank you very much. <laughs> Remember those? That's come on. Cantrell is underrated as one of the best harmonists. Like, he's right up there with Art Garfunkel. Oh, yeah. And fucking Mike. And the Indigo Girls. Van Halen. Yeah. Like, he's, how's his last name? I told you. Anthony. Anthony, thank you. <laughs> Take another run at that. <laughs> like Mike Anthony from Van Halen. You know him, too. He was that's, an awesome backup singer. That's, the, that's why I think they can be successful right now with the new guy. Because he can do it. Because... You Jerry's still Jerry. the Jerry who's half the sound. You're yeah. already halfway there. Yeah. That's nice. He didn't realize that. Them. I didn't realize that till uh, way later on. Yeah. That's the same thing I didn't realize about Depeche Mode, too, is like, uh, what's his name? The guitar player. He's 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 the Jerry Cantrell of that band. <laughs> so, you know, so, side, sidebar. Depeche Mode <laughs> sidebar. Okay. What is their second album? Oh, is it... Um, Music, no. <laughs> Empty Bitty. No, it's like Black Celebration, maybe. I don't know. We got to do research. Yeah, that might be right. cool. Eh, maybe. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> you can do one that you don't like. We're just talking <laughs> about hitting him with a rake. And somebody pisses yeah. on his candle. I love the way he sings that. Maybe I don't yeah. Don't give a damn anyway. Yeah. Oh, this is... It's... So you couldn't damn that river, man. I fucking love that as, as just a thing to say. It's awesome. Right. It's got the, that clear vocal line, like he's able to blow it out and then just send it right into your brain. Yeah, he's on that godlike level, just like my man Cornell. Yeah, you're right. One of a kind. I don't know. I like any song where somebody gets hit with a rake. I like, <laughs> I like a bunch of violence in my in my music. There's there's still a number of lyrics that I don't know uh, what he's saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? It, yeah, it's not offering me lyrics on this song. That's funny. Usually like they'll that, scroll that whole, up. That go get a table. You hit me with the table. Oh, is what right. he said. All right. Okay, it's all coming together now. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you 
Hit me with a table. You pissed upon my table. That's well, that, proving I mean, that, you're a fake. Whatever that means. Well, that just doesn't. <laughs> do you want to tell That's you, what the fight was about? Do you want to tell your story now about how you met Jerry Control? What? <laughs> when you were recording. Oh, I didn't meet him. Oh, well, Jerry Cantrell, I did. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Lane Staley. Still. No, I, no. I have not told. I've told this. Do you know before. I play softball against uh, one of Lane Staley's cousins? That's what Bobby was telling me. Yeah. Nice guy. Yeah. And kind of, you can see the bloodline. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> I don't want to tell the Lane, the the, uh, the Jerry Cantrell story involving sodomy and, and phone calls in the lobby of Bad Animal Studio. No problem. Circa 1990. Yeah, yeah. So, nah, you don't want to tell that story. <laughs> Probably nothing entertaining about that story. <laughs> All right, man. What, what's coming next? <laughs> he looked tired, man. You know? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. It's not, there's probably less than six degrees of separation. Shit gets around. And be like, who's these fucking dickheads in a fucking garage in Des Moines talking shit about my sodomy? Yeah. My sodomy ways of nah, the night. Nah, you don't want to fucking. I mean. McMullen uh, uh, used to be. Um, uh, valet at the Edgewater. Oh. And he, okay, I don't remember what album it was, but he got into Jerry Ch- Cantrell's car because Jerry was staying there for whatever reason. And um, and the demos were in there. And he listened to the demo. Him and some other valet drove it around for a little bit and listened to early which, demos. Which album? I don't know. We got to ask funny. McMullen. I, like I said, but but he's got a nice story that obviously got, I'll do no justice. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, I gotta talk He's to him about a, that. We had that. We had that album, the the tri like the tripod dog album. Yeah, yeah. We had that record like three months before it came out. What? Because you know, you know, people that work at the studio, you know. <laughs> but it wasn't my copy. My roommate's copy. Yeah. And honestly, he didn't. Nice. He didn't dub it off for anybody. There was no internet at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, he played it cool. He, he played he'd cool. Have yeah, people yeah. over, like, you want to hear the new thing? Totally. Kind of well, cool move. So, being in Seattle, these guys are in Seattle. Is that why they were on your radar? I mean, does that play a huge part as far as home, like home team? Probably. I mean, I feel like the whole country got was onto them by this time. I agree, but yeah. I didn't, or even I didn't backtrack into facelift until I think a little bit before we started playing music together. Hmm. I gotcha. I did like facelift beforehand, but. They were on like this album. I like Pearl, you know. I like Pearl Jam. I like Soundgarden. But it, it, like before this album came out, I would say I like Soundgarden or Pearl Jam more than Alice in Chains. And then this album comes out, and then all of a sudden, like, yeah. Oh wait, man, this is yeah, this is my shit right now. And looking back, it's it was it was a horse race, and other people took the lead at the time. But yeah. when this album came out, this was the hot shit. Alice in Chains was the hot shit of 1992. Yeah. For sure. As evidenced by songs like Rain When I Die. So this intro reminds me of Slaves and Bulldozers. Ah, yes, I can see it. This is where my CD would skip and actually jump into a completely different song. It's awesome. Still like that on my iPod too. <laughs> another another intro right here. Oh, we're thirty five seconds in. Yeah, give me to hit the main riff. He had like to make his 
guitar sound like a dinosaur with indigestion. Ooh, that's Hitting above. Those, that's, that's, a, that's above that's the, the nut. Strings. That's above the nut. <laughs> I Yo. love seeing guitarists play above the nut. Yep. <laughs> he was a big Eddie Van Halen fan. Eddie was always playing above the nut. <laughs> that's the name of his autobiography. <laughs> that's fucking like three riffs now, and we ain't even got a verse. I feel bad for all these guys' girlfriends. <laughs> Just their views. <laughs> all these songs that are about relationships, they always... They, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they were they were a lot to deal with. They feel like a dirty band. <laughs> well, my man Cantrell, he's he's Spanaway, man. That's that's Pierce County, son. That's my people. Yeah. I know he's I know he's real. <laughs> And the other two are from Berrien, so you know they're real. Yeah, yeah. And living out here, it's like I, it's one of the things that I feel like I can I can taste now. Yeah. Locale, lineage, you know. Is uh. Yeah, these this is uh, this is a band of the people. Although I heard Lane Saylor was from Bellevue, but yeah, but that was kind of before Bellevue it was Bellevue, you know. No, but even that, it 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 fills in the tapestry. Yeah. I'm not sure what the count is on this one either, but it's... Sean Kinney got the... Fuck, man. <laughs> See, I remember hearing about when I first moved here, Okay Hotel is still open. Yeah. And would be for another, you know, five years or so. So we go there every now and then. But one of the first things I heard from my buddy Jens was uh, Ben Shepard and Sean Kinney hang out at the Ho- OK Hotel. That's a lot of tall rock star right there. Yeah. Yeah. And That's 13 feet of rock star. I heard they could get surly and rowdy. Nah, what? Yeah. <laughs> so now we're talking about like 97. Yeah, yeah. You'd see Sean and- Kenny out and about. If you were if you were out and about during that time, <laughs> like if you were hitting yeah, bars in like West Seattle, fucking Belltown, yeah. you would see Sean Kenny. Uh, I didn't start running into Ben till Georgetown, but Sean Kinney was, yeah. was making the scene. Yeah. He would get around. <laughs> he just show it's, up at the sit and spin for no reason, you know. Just, right. He liked to party, it's man. fucking rad. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I heard. I heard about those two uh, hanging out at the OK Hotel. Burian likes to party. Yeah. <laughs> didn't they, we got their hair done at the, with the London, uh, <laughs> cool, right? That was Dude, the London too. house? Did the they London go to house. London house? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I think I think because they, they had some around. hair back then. You see, like the old. There's like an old King Five newsreel on them before, like dirt, or before yeah, uh, yeah, facelift came yeah. out. Even and, oh, dude, yeah, they're playing like just, Queen of the Rodeo and shit. You, on there. Lane's just chubby faced. Uh, you yeah, know, still got baby still fat healthy. On. Um, I love that this band lived together for a while. Yeah, I think that's like the monkeys. Fucking pretty rad. Yeah, um, I forget where I was going to go with that, but, I, but it's. They got a uh, fucking go fuck yourself cohesive sound. I don't know. They're definitely a tight unit. It didn't seem like it seemed like all their problems kind of came from drugs. Like it seemed like they were a gang though that yeah. hung together pretty well. Yeah, you know until and seemed, until you start doing too much drugs and you get kicked out. Right, it's all right there for you. Getting they fucking out. spelled it out. Getting kicked out of Alice in Chains <laughs> for doing too much drugs. 
uh, the most normal people would be dead before they got that point. Yeah. Yeah. Hardcore. And that's... I'm not going to lie. I would listen to this album at like 16, 17 years old, and I was like, fuck, I would fuck with heroin. It sounds, right, <laughs> sounds right. nice. It doesn't give you the talent, though. No. You know, that's the problem. It takes it, Chris. That's what it does. I, I mean, this is, the, got the, is that on threat assessment? <laughs> <laughs> this is where they fade out and then fade it back in again. I was that's always a good move. Yeah, they were big Van Halen. Van Halen would do that. Big Van Halen fans. I don't know if it was this album or the one before. Maybe it's Facelift. They opened up for Van Halen on the Carnal Knowledge tour. Nice. That was dope. You're you're kind of opening me up a little bit because with you saying that, I feel like I can hear it now, and I never put that together. I you never know, had that tie. Jerry started playing all the fifty-one fifty amps and the and the guitars because Eddie just like get, they he took to him and just sent him a bunch of his gear. No shit. And he always played like fifty-one fifties and stuff after that. Wow. Yeah. Took him under like that was pretty cool, and that was like Van Hagar era. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it was smart. Maybe it was just shrewd. But they're like they felt some kind of kinship with these kids, these upstart grunge rockers. But yeah, sure. They had more in common than. You think? Wow, it's metal. You're really getting to me here. <laughs> I loved Van Halen and I loved Allison Chains. I didn't see like that wasn't one replacing the other to me. It seemed like a natural progression. Yeah, there's plenty to go around sonically. <laughs> yeah, there was guys that were smart, like Van Halen, like Neil Young. He was smart. He embraced. Yeah, he embraced dude. this new. I'll tell you what. Seeing Neil Young play with Pearl Jam, I was yeah. like, what? That MTV Awards where when they do Rockin' yeah. in the Free World. Yeah. That's some crazy shit. Yeah. I wouldn't have known Rockin' in the Free World if they hadn't done that. And it was like, hey, this guy can rock too. I was <laughs> like, thanks, Robin. <laughs> he likes flannels. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was the original grunge master. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, it, it did make a difference. Yeah, Crazy Horse is my favorite grunge band. Oh, this song. I like Bud Crutch. <laughs> That's a great band name. Down in a hole. Yeah. Down in a hole. Now, now that we got your attention, <laughs> let me tell you about the pains of doing drugs. Oh, this song <laughs> is like this a... This song. They're like, all right, what is this? The fourth one in? Yeah. It's like we're starting to get an inkling that this might not go well. Yep. Um, this and is... we're gonna, I'm going to make you listen to it. I'm going to tell you a beautiful story about how I'm yep. going to die. They do a beautiful version of this on the Unplugged, too. Yeah. Ugh. Their Unplugged is legendary. One of the best ideas for fucking music was unplugged. For sure. Dad just doesn't understand me. <laughs> I hear that a lot through this album. Yeah. Fuck you, Dad. <laughs> yeah, this. Holding rare dude, flowers in a tomb, dude. Yeah, dude. Goth much? Yeah, yeah but it's it's good. Oh yeah, it really is. It's kind of like that. I'm gonna hit it again. Bob Marley, Bjork, Lane Staley can say something very simply and one beautifully. <laughs> they all had dreadlocks at one point. They all choked a reporter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the singing on this. Imagine when this song's being formed, and, and 
these guys being like, what the fuck did you just sing over that? It's right? awesome. <laughs> how stoked were they when yeah. you got out the booth? <laughs> Coming up with these songs in a band room, you're just like, yeah, well, that just fucking killed it. <laughs> oh, my God. Jergen Jordan, fucking crushing it again on dirt. Yeah, that's nice, man. Yeah. That was a nice one. A lot of people. This was... I like... You know who I like? This was not a single. You know who I think's cool? Michael Buble. This was a single. I'm going to hang out with that dude. Down in a Hole was a single. That's crazy to me. Yeah, because it's such a dark yeah, theme to this. There's not a lot of metaphor there. It's all, you know, putting you in the ground... Maybe it's all metaphor. Yeah. But it's so well, metaphor. It it's, it's so metaphorical. It's but all it's metaphor. <laughs> just a story, man. Yeah. But yeah. No, it's it got raw. I'm dead it, now. It kind, it kind of, it, <laughs> I'm going yeah. in the ground. Well, there's the cover. It says it on the cover. Yeah. Uh, this a, a comparison for great artwork on the cover to the, the themes that are going through the album. Dirt's nailing it. Yeah. That's actually that single peaked at number ten. That's a that's a hot single. Yeah. Okay. No, it's good. Shit. Oh. The next song. Sick man. Dude, this is the one that I would bump in, in my dad's van, his eighty four stretch Dodge van when he'd let me drive it and I'd go to the library or some shit. <laughs> or to my buddy's house and say I was at the library. What would you do at the library? How many times in your life have you gone to the I'd library? I go pick up my Cheech and Chong records from the library. <laughs> that's what I, I pick up the Cheech and Chong records from the library, and then uh, what then I, I hop in the van. That's, my dad put a sweet Sony sound system in that motherfucker. But, that would, uh, go ahead. Before I before you hit that, I just want to say one of my biggest regrets is I'm never going to be able to hang out with you in, <laughs> when you're a teenager. <laughs> I come pick up my fresh Los Cochinos if album. I, if I get a t- fucking time machine, the first thing I'm doing is going to hang out with you. Sumner, 1992. <laughs> Call my buddy Joe. I'm on my way. I got the record, man. <laughs> Pop in the tape deck. This was the one. I was, this one sounded good, real loud. <laughs> I'd be fronting all down Main Street in the stretch van. Oh, fucking pick drag right yeah. in there. You know we appreciate that shit. What the hell? Like, what is that? That song could never have happened on Facelift. No, and neither could that change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where they go all of a sudden 3 4. Yeah. You get all seasick. Totally. And he just weaves this ch- fucking shanty right over top. I can feel Makes the- you listen to it. Yeah. Feels, it's, it feels like nausea. Yeah. That feels like being fucking he nauseous. He can feel the wheel, but he can't steer. Wow. It's like he's driving high, man. That's not cool. <laughs> that feels like a Mike Starr fucking um, change. Like, how about if the, we went from bass. this bass line to fucking boom, drop into 3 4. Because they just go right back into it right here. <laughs> it's, a t- it's a tough change. That's <laughs> you got to a- take a real breather and go like reset. <laughs> yeah. Big boom. <clears throat> I love this. It's like anti-melody. It's just nasty. 
Yeah. So what's a, his vocals are doubled there, and he's singing over top of himself. Yeah. You have a talent for that, my friend, by the way. I like doing it. Yeah, you can do it well. <laughs> just, this, this is the song I would play at fucking top volume in the 84 Dodge, and it was righteous. You never, you only get to be 17 and stupid once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was oh. that is if you make it past there. True. I mean, if you go to heaven, but you're gonna be 17 and stupid for the whole time. I think it lets you listen to Alice James in heaven. That's why well, I don't want to go. We <laughs> <laughs> just get that straight. Sick man, dude. Uh, you well, got you know okay. You're in heaven. It's a Friday night. Yep. Ben Franklin's on bass. Mm-hmm. Jimi Hendrix on guitar. Okay. Lane Staley's singing. Whew. Some day we're going to find a drummer for that fucking band. All drummers go to hell is the problem. That is a problem. <laughs> it's like the sequel to All Dogs Go to Heaven. All drummers go to hell. I think I think, I think think hell's got a drum core. Oh, they got sick beats in hell. <laughs> <laughs> hell is one gigantic drum circle. That's what it is. Hell is a drum circle. We all know this. Well, I like that sick man comes out with just this fucking flailing beat. Yeah. Just nice toms going heavy on toms still going heavy on the drug references it's all drugs all the time and it felt like it the the real edgier side maybe when you're not so mellow here we take a nice left turn a little song about somebody's dad a little cheerful song about (laughs) jerry wrote about his dad well so the rooster is about jerry's dad who is uh what a sniper I don't know. I, I heard he was a sniper. I heard he was uh, yeah. all, the whole SEAL Team 6 all by itself. And he was in Vietnam, right? Yeah. So Sniper, gunner, I don't know. He, yeah, but it was Harry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, this song is one of their most popular songs. Huge. Highest charting single, number seven. It's a big song. Album. Yeah. All about your dad going to Vietnam. Yeah. Almost no I got drug a, reference. I got a theory about this song. There's the pills against mosquito death. Does that count as a drug reference? <laughs> yes. Okay. Then we're good. Because <laughs> they didn't have to go through the FDA. I mean, I can see why this would be on the radio, though. The little oo-oo's. It's just beautiful. And Lane's voice is just so, like... In control. You don't hear Dave Jordan on this like this. Could like think about it. Nothing shocking. Oh, totally. Right here. Before that happens, someone's singing in key. <laughs> Sing. Ah, shots. <laughs> That's Jerry once again coming in on the, on the harmonies. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, just like the two of them there? Yeah, I think they were the only two that sang in the band sometimes. Yeah. He let Jerry sing lead every once in a while, especially on the EPs, and he's like, fuck it, it's an EP. It's because he's you undeniable. Can <laughs> so I got a theory about this song. Yeah? If this song is about Jerry Cantrell's dad, <laughs> who's nicknamed the Rooster, okay? <laughs> which, coming from Burian and things I've heard about Jerry Cantrell, it seems like the best nickname ever. That's uh, that Spanaway dude. Away. <laughs> so, remember Saving Private Ryan? Kind of. All right. <laughs> I think Jerry Cantrell's grandfather 
is the fucking sniper from Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, what was his name? The cock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. I don't remember his I'll... name, but you don't remember that dude? <laughs> that checks out. Dude, I, they look they look similar. I'm just telling you. All right. Think about it. <laughs> My conspiracy theory is getting served up. They let this mofo go for a while too. Yeah, like we're at two minutes. Yeah, I mean, you're slowly really stalking hard. through the fucking jungle right now. Yeah, the video had all the oh, just and all of a sudden shit got real. Yeah, you remember the video was uh, like reenacted yeah, twig snap yeah. right there. You're like, I don't know, I didn't see, I don't remember the video. For the video this. had like the, the them narrating there was my video. <laughs> it's, it's apocalypse it's now. Where Tom Hanks is. What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, you go World War Two. See, this is way more. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm talking. I'm still talking about his grandfather. Yeah. Except for the twig snap. Oh, but I, you know, I slipped. But the video had a bunch of like war footage, not not like old real war, like re- like shot back when they used to spend money on videos. Good lord, did, did they we, spend money on? It videos? wasn't real stuff though. Was no. it real stuff? No, it was like shot uh, like on a movie set. What were they doing? War, Tell like me about Vietnam, it. I don't know it. You know, in the going through the patties and the napalm and the well, that's what I'm imagining. The, but yeah. I didn't know that's video. Yeah, part of that. But then sometimes they're playing music. I think. I think there's life. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> Every thinking. now and then they're, in a fucking, <laughs> they're knee deep in a patty, fucking instead of guns, they yeah, got guitars. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Jerry standing in the middle of the patty, like in his fucking stance. He's like straddling two patties <laughs> while he's soloing, bayonet and a pack of cigarettes in yeah. his goddamn helmet. Fuck yeah. Do you know who Lane always Staley's gets singing in a tree? He's got a condom in his helmet. He's <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Hey, I hope that's the video. Uh-huh. We'll watch it later. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. You'll see. You'll see. The drummer's shooting drumsticks through a crossbow. Yeah. I heard in Vietnam the crossbow was a popular weapon. Quiet. Quiet. There's something about certain aircraft had canvas wings, and if you could, like a bullet would go through the wing and not tear it, but a crossbow bolt Dude. would fucking <laughs> would go in there, and the and the arrow action would would make a rip in the okay, fabric. I, I can get more behind your Jerry Cantrell's grandfather theory <laughs> than I can going on this crossbow shit. Hold on. <laughs> Dude, Mr. Duffy told me that. Mr. Duffy. <laughs> Mr. D- what the fuck is Mr. Duffy? He was a history teacher at 8th grade. Oh, history teacher right away. Who was in Vietnam. He served with the rooster. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. All right. You went this round, Mr. What? Mr. Duffy. Mr. Duffy. Yep. Sir. He's also the wrestling coach for junior high. <laughs> what happened? Song's still going. It was yeah. You said there's some long. This is like north of six minutes and yeah. a radio single. I can't remember if they edited it down or not. Probably not because he- no. I think they let it play because this also showed up real big on uh, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, they would go nuts for this fucking song. They were large, so they they're getting played at this point. They're getting played on MTV constantly. Constantly, they got wood. They've got uh, fucking. What's this? such a fun part of that movie, Singles, is when they, when it's Alice in Chains playing Wood. Oh, it's great. It uh, looks awesome, and yeah. you want to be at that fucking show. Yeah. That's what, that's, that movie fucking made <laughs> going to those shows seem awesome. Yeah. 
Oh, we're back on the we're back on the drug train here. Junkhead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not Archie's best friend. <laughs> Would you think maybe Dave Jurgen was like Jurgen with a D? I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll never be able to pronounce Tracy it. Tracy Morgan's. I'm still missing a couple teeth. <laughs> David Jurgen's. <laughs> he's Dave Jurgen to me. Yo, Jay, if he shows Jay, up again, he's definitely Jay Dave Morris. Jurgen. <laughs> Him working with nothing shocking. Nothing shocking has already happened at this point. And he's dealt with Perry in a recording atmosphere. Yeah. So he's probably pretty good at dealing with Lane in this atmosphere. He's definitely. And Mike. Probably, he's definitely got experience. Yeah. Dealing with fucking junky fuck ups. And if you could fucking guide Perry through nothing shocking, <laughs> you you, pro- you probably hit the peak as far as what weirdness you're going to have to deal with. You could be the chosen When heroin's one. involved. Oh, you're like, oh, you're just sleepy. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> you need to wake the fuck up and do these vocals, son. Yeah. Uh, I know you didn't get along with your dad, but put it into the microphone. <laughs> oh, good count off. Miss those. Ah. Proto like sludge metal. Yeah. With a little bit of Zeppelin, that fucking uh, boom. Tells you that being depressed can be intense. Fucking <laughs> this whole song is about scoring dope. Yeah, yeah. And and and, and it ain't so bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing better than a dealer who's high. Damn. Yeah. That's what I'm saying on the true true junkie shit. Some, yeah, exactly. There's some there's some road work that's been done to write this song. This is taking the old I'm waiting for my man $26 in my yeah. hand Lou Reed shit through the next level. Yeah, and where is he in Seattle? Where's this happening? If this shit's happening around here, which it must have at some point. Where is it? Where's it? On Aurora? Oh, he, well, was, I don't think Lane's coming to his house? on the street by this point. But I'm sure he had at some point. Yeah, I don't know. There's definitely... What are you implying, Chris? This is what I'm <laughs> implying. To get to the level that you end up dying because of that addiction, at some point you scored on the street from some shady situation. Oh, I know situation. that from the Anthony Kiedis book. He writes scary <laughs> stories about scoring on yeah, the street. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so put it into... Put it into all the streets that we know out here. Yeah, I mean, you name it. I'm sure Capitol Hill's always been, always been hot for drugs, stoners, junkies, and freaks. <laughs> yeah, I really like the idea um, that when we moved here, Capitol Hill was still a little bit grimy. Yeah, it's like we've, we got it's the last to, stages. It's trying of to hang it. on to its grime, but it, it, nothing lasts. Nah. We didn't. I didn't have too much Belltown crime. There's a little bit it's still there. You can still fuck around and get mugged in Belltown. Yeah, 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 yeah. In that dog park before it was the dog park, <laughs> Needle Park. Remember the, the sit and spin? Yeah, the Denny Regrade Park. Fucking rad. <laughs> Do your laundry, yeah. catch a show. Yeah. <laughs> What's my drug of choice? What do you got? It's the old Marlon Brando line out of Rebel Without a Cause. <laughs> Is that a straight pull from that? And he's like, what are you rebelling against? He's like, what do you got? Right. <laughs> right, right. Plus, that's just some cold shit to say. It's your drug of choice. What you got? 
Dave Jerkins like, hey, hey, Lane, do you think this one's a little on the nose? <laughs> I don't go broke, and I do it a lot. Okay, I see where you're going. Maybe we're going to put that in the second half of the album. But that's what happens with this album. It's kind of like the movie Jaws. It's really two movies. There's the on land, and there's at the sea. And this one has some banger songs in the beginning. It just is a slight illusion or allusion to what's coming. And the second half of it really does get drug heavy and honest. Now, see, I could could totally hear this song on Facelift. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They just perfected. Even, I mean, I think even Dave Jurgen got better, too. Like, everybody just got better in the meanwhile. Yeah. Laying it out there. The fucking hubris yeah. of a newly found drug addiction. <laughs> and the the way that the band and the music is supporting the lyrics there, like they're they're letting a little bit of space. So that shit comes through super clear. Yeah, that wasn't muffled. This song is. Oh, you remember we talked about "fuck you" songs? Yeah, songs about go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. This is this is <laughs> add, your, add Lane to the list of guys that can write a go fuck yourself song. And ouch, the lyrics on this. Oh, good. This one even. Oh, this is gonna scroll lyrics for me so I can oh, nice. clarify because yeah, it's yeah, yeah. nasty. Walk us through this one. Aye, aye, aye. There's A's and there's I's. No. He's got it's the pretty, A and the I. He enunciates pretty well. We just got done saying he doesn't really mumble too much. No. That wah pedal. Oh, yeah. This is the wah. The wah starts coming in pretty heavy in some Sorry, of these the next tracks. It's like MVP of the second half yeah. of this album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Excuse me, late. Uh, all right, I, hey guys, cut for a second. What, what did you? What was that? Like, uh, you okay, sh- buddy? Quit sugarcoating it, man. <laughs> What's quit, the word on the street? Quit sugarcoating it. Yeah. Holy shit, yeah. dude. But it's like it's to get at somebody else. It's like I want to kill myself to fuck with you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that is some. Cynical shit. There's a little bit of side eye <laughs> oh, going from man. Dave Jurgens looking over at a couple shit. other people. Like, Holy fuck, man! Oh, hold on, let's check back in.
fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think we got a new leader in the clubhouse. <laughs> Go ahead with your own life. <laughs> Might have to take a second seat. Wow. <clears throat> mm. Ouch. Yeah. Damn it. That's like, uh, that's... He's mad at you. He's <laughs> upset. <laughs> Inigo Montoya didn't have that much revenge in his heart. Oh, my God. Yeah. Inigo Montoya. <laughs> Princess Bride. That is... There's some bile. Man. And there's like this pretty guitar solo. Yeah. Well, that's a... It's beautiful music. That's the the thing that they keep beating over your head is this is so intentional and we're fucking good at this. Mm-hmm. Just the way he sang those nasty words. Like, the lyrics alone are fucking... Clear as day. Yeah, and clear and as day. And just to sing it with that much stank on it is ridiculous. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. It's like that. It's like that, uh, that story that Basquiat told in the movie Basquiat. Uh, Jeffrey Wright. Shout out David Bowie. Yeah. Benicio del Toro mm. and, and Jeffrey Wright. Great actor about a prince who was imprisoned and he had this crown and he kept banging his head against the bars and because he was nuts because he's mm-hmm. imprisoned but the sound of the crown banging on the steel of the bars made a calm and a peace and, and an enjoyment and enlightenment throughout the whole countryside of where he would reign that's a Basquiat painting <laughs> that, it's a story he tells in that, in that or you know Jeffrey Wright <laughs> beautifully uh it tells in that movie huh. but like you're getting that here like lane is just coming right down the barrel in a poetic way so much so that you're like ah oh, that's nice that's a crazy i want you to scrape me from the walls oh my god and go crazy like you made me <sighs> yikes she's not getting her records back no no she's not getting that but Her hair dryer back. That's his now. He's done with you. To be fair, she used his shirt to clean the toilet, just like in the movie Singles. <laughs> That's how he got the grunge look. <laughs> it was very cultivated. It's his favorite blue shirt or toilet something. shirts. <laughs> Yo, man. <laughs> Chris Cornell's one of her toilet shirts, man. What are you going to do? <laughs> Godsmack. And if you ask anybody in the band Godsmack, no, they didn't name themselves after this song. Fuck you. Yeah, you did. Stop <laughs> lying. You suck, too, as a band. <laughs> this is another kind of crazy weird one with the yeah. effect on his vocals when he comes in. I think he's doing it. Yeah, right? I think I remember reading the book. I think he's doing he that himself. What is he doing? Like the kind of you got that junky hand going on the fucking. You know why I think you're right about that? Because if that was some kind of like effect, everyone would have been copying his ass and doing it. Nobody else that did that because I don't. And there there wasn't that. Auto tune didn't come onto our radar until share. Yeah, I guarantee you, there's no auto tune on this album. Nah, these are tracks. Look, I can do it. Check it out. What does he say? 
Uh, oh, this What's is not one. There? This one doesn't have lyrics. No. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's doing it on purpose. Yeah. I have no idea what you're saying in a lot of this stuff. And other times, you just speak so clearly. Right. This is not one of my favorite songs on the album. I'm not. A, I'm, this isn't a top five on my on mm. my uh, choice. Just because move. he's going ape shit with the wah right here. Yeah, yes, he does. That is true. Every guitarist with a wah wants to do that, has to do it, and I'm happy that he got it onto the fucking album. It is a blue tour. It's like peeing in velvet pants. Sure, it might fucking feel good, but nobody wants to see it. <laughs> Smile and bite your own self, too? Yeah. I'm going to go with that. This is, the, this is the bullshit part of being a junkie. Yeah. You know where junkies are full of shit? This is, this is a little bit... Okay. Martin Short has a song that goes exactly like this. Jackie Rogers. Harmonies, though. Jackie Rogers Jr.'s 100,000 jackpot wad. Yeah, this might be their caught stealing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Strong Bad did a fucking light rave to that beat. It's just tired. Yeah. It's tired. <laughs> well, that's part of being in, that's part of be, having a bad drug problem is being tired. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, no, it, one doesn't work for me. Is it's not the highest point on the album? Well, the next song is though, <laughs> and I'm going to play it in its entirety. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like another nod to like Van Halen. Remember they used to do shit like this in the yeah. other albums, like yeah. Women and Children First. Yeah. No, I'm seeing it. I'm saying now that you pull that, man, that's a great insight. That's Tom Mariah from Slayer once again. We mentioned we teased that up top. Sick riff. Just having fun in the studio. But it just goes so nicely into Hate to Feel. Written by Lane Staley, the lead singer. Fully. These next two songs are both Staley joints. Is this a, is one of the brighter side songs? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. The word hate is right in the title. <laughs> So much reverb on that snare. Yeah. It's got some air in it. it makes up I love this change, combo. though, because I'm kind of tired of them right now. Yeah. And as soon as I hear that, I'm fucking back in. And then, coming up, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Those fucking strums. It built. It totally built. Yeah. Yeah. This song makes me afraid to understand what it's about. 
just by sonically. I'm not sure what it's about. Which he could, he doesn't want to feel nothing. Yeah. It's another. I just, I get glimpses. I get little bits like, hate to see. Yeah, (laughs) fuck, man. It's, it's really, I don't know. It's really effective. Yeah, this one, I don't think I ever knew the lyrics. Like, so climb walls, thin my blood now, and I crawl back to bed now. What the hell? Got a rest, aching pain in my chest. I guess I would do that. What the fuck? Yeah. It feels, dude, it's like, uh, their music, this album, if you listen to the song without knowing the lyrics, you could kind of, it feels like you could kind of get what they're talking about. They're nailing it. English doesn't have to be your first language to get where they're coming from on this guy. Thank you. Very well said. Got a little bug for a chat or for a pet. It's my favorite line. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. The thing's just about to fall apart. I think that's yeah. the, the the catchy part. And they don't really go back to how they started the song. No. Ooh, wait a minute, I go back to those lyrics. New Orleans, gotta get pincushion medicine. Used to be curious, now the shit's sustenance. Yeah, he, sc- he's, he scored some dirty shit somewhere. In New Orleans, apparently. I'm going there soon. Are ya? Don't. Yep. Stay away from the brown acid or whatever. Uh, thank thank you. <laughs> Should I not open the conversation like that? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, listen, I want to get some mates, but I don't want the I don't want some friends. <laughs> I want that Snickle Fritz. <laughs> give me, give me What's the Snickle Fritz of heroin? <laughs> I have to work tomorrow, you see. Yeah. <laughs> well, down here, nobody <laughs> nobody don't know about that. All manner of opioid consumption <laughs> is uh, being undertaken at any given time of the day on most corners well, of any I, given street, but I honestly okay. would not know about that. I'm getting most of what you're saying, but what I'm looking for is something that... <laughs> <laughs> that won't make me do voodoo. I'm afraid oh, of that's voodoo. That's going to be hard to figure that one out because <laughs> most of the heroin around here is got the bit of the hoodoo on it. <laughs> Are you familiar with the Bay Dallas and Chains? Oh, yeah. Okay, I don't want that. I want the other stuff. <laughs> Are we all out of that? <laughs> you, all right, let me let me get a pill of that stuff that makes you a zombie Some of the for, voodoo. for a while. I want to clarify, that's a white guy that I'm doing, by the way. That was, yeah, my, that was my tour bus driver in New Orleans who was white as shit. <laughs> Everyone in New Orleans just talks like that. Dude, I'm fucking Everyone stuck. sounds like Harry Connick, Jr. <laughs> Probably senior, too. But they... I feel like I'm just going to gaze at people, and I think, I, I think I'm developing a problem yeah. of just gazing at people when I'm listening to them. <laughs> and so I'm gonna try not to Comes do that down there. I don't, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. I think it's the lactose, dude. I want to hear when the Saints go marching in. Yeah. So I, I, I think there, you're gonna I be able to it. work that out. I think it might happen. <laughs> no, they're gonna be still really mad about the whole football playoffs. It's gonna be. Just don't even talk about football. Don't. No, even, I won't talk about football. Don't bring it up. As a general rule, I have in that. Um, any uh, anybody who can really talk about football, I, uh, it's tough to keep up. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you for I'm your tolerance the, throughout like, all the years. I don't like getting too deep either because I can get in the weeds real fast, and then I feel like I'm sitting in the angry chair. <laughs> Me and my Frank Keone. <laughs> coming at you next is sitting in the angry chair. Let me hit the post on the angry chair. Me and my Frank Keone. <laughs> oh, this is first of all. Hold on. 
That's James Bond. Oh, totally. That's like a smacked out James Bond. That the bass sounds like it's underwater. Yeah. Like you're you're in like a blue filter in an underwater submarine right now. Yeah, this is classic like scaries on the wall, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Good Paranoia. Call. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? I like that they drop back into yeah, that. Get back into that. That's James also Bond a little shit. thirty-eight double D right there, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're yeah, like them. Uh, yeah, I like. Yeah, that's like right. Them. We play. We have guitars. Oh, you mean? Oh, I was getting to the, me and my buddy Keone in high school would always. Uh, I don't know. We thought that we thought the song was a little silly. The, sitting in the angry chair. Yeah, it's a. It's a, this is like not the best grunge poetry going on right here. But yeah. Uh, I don't know where was I going with that. I don't know. A lot of fucking around with Keone in the dark room uh, on drugs and uh, making ourselves laugh real hard while we were developing pictures of <laughs> dude. God that, knows what. No, but that dark room time passes. It's a strange time. Yeah. If you and you know what, that's that's a lost art. That's going away. But developing film, man, hours. Were they minutes? I don't uh, know. Whose hands? Who? Time stops what? under that red bulb. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, time machine, fucking teenage Jared and Chris, dude. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do a whole other podcast. We could have killed it, man. We could have killed the game. I don't mind. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> this one is a little more musically interesting than it is lyrically, I suppose. Yeah, I, I don't think it's that that interesting. It's it, but it's. I love that it's on the nose. It's the. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Bang. Me and Kony would but listen then, to yeah, the, would, you know. We'd listen to the Cheech and Chong records together, and we were obsessed with obsessed with lewds because we didn't know there was no such thing as quaaludes when we were <laughs> when we were, were like oh, lewds, and then we'd say sitting in the angry chair. I yeah. got all the lewds stuck in my head. Lewds. We'd just flip <laughs> lewds into whatever we we're talking about. Like you go to a party and just. Yo, man, our Keone's bringing some lewds, and you just spread a rumor that <laughs> somebody was bringing lewds to the party. And you're like, what? Dude, you guys don't even rumor. Oh, we could have handed them like mini fins. They'd been like, "Wow, we got lewds, lewds, lewds." Obsessed with lewds. Hey, dude, we could send a fucking China can send a probe to the moon, but we can't make, make another round of lewds, man. Was Keone gave me loaned me Undertow? It was the first time I heard that record. Ooh, the Tool. Shout out Keone. Hey, this guy sounds. Keone was awesome, dude. You and me, Keone, <laughs> would be killing it, dude. <laughs> Crushing it. We would have a band. Did he play? Dude, I think he did play guitar. We didn't have. We were never in a band together in high school, but he played, man. Yeah, we were kind of Eskimo brothers too. But uh, <laughs> we used to rub noses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was that cold on the dock? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> The temperature is cold on the dock. No, I knew Keone in high school, man. He didn't yeah, work on the dock. Dope, he was man. too smart. Hit me up, Keone, if you're out there. Let's talk some shit about all the lewds we never did. <laughs> <laughs> they, can, they can send a probe to the moon. Can't make lewds. 
give me a fresh batch. Trump's got, Trump has some. He's got like a he's got a guy. He's got an on-site chemist. <laughs> yeah. He's on straight Ritalin and Ludes all day. <laughs> yeah. That or he like bought them all. That's why there's no Quaaludes. He bought them all like in the early '80s. They say they ran out in the early '80s. He stockpiled. No, I want all the Ludes. And my Ludes. No one else gets to be mellow. Put you in the angry chair. We come to the ultimate, the final <laughs> song on here, Wood, for Andrew Wood, which is funny because they spell it like Wood, question mark. Like, yeah. You want to know something? I do. Uh, Jane's Addiction has a song called Then She Did, oh. and it's really Then She Died. Oh. So Typo? There, no. No, on that's purpose. just, oh, like Wood. Yeah, like Wood. Oh, then She Did. Why bring it up? <laughs> Every time we had breakfast at the Mecca Cafe... I would play this song on the jukebox really? every single time. Damn. It sounded so good in that it fucking does. place. This is Jerry kind of out front on this one too, or at least on the verses. Dude, that that groove. Jerry doing a good job right there. Oh. Just float those lyrics that in, too, man. Listen. That's that's like a paper airplane flying through a fucking stadium. Oh wow, what's up with there? Get loud enough. No. Every time you hear it during that fucking chorus right there, right. I want to turn it louder. Right. Oh, I'll crank it on the next one. On and on we'll, and I'll on. I'll make your ears bleed. Oh, dude. That, well, it's fitting. The album ends about oh. a guy who dies from heroin. Yeah. I mean, the cycle is complete. There's a theme. Sad prophecies. Oh, <laughs> That's dude. my next album. Sad, Sad prophecies. <laughs> Yo. Oh my god. M- MC Little Drip. <laughs> Sad Prophecies mixtape. Volume 1. The Sacred G. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, what? joint with this thing blaring a little bit too loud outside of your vehicle still cool i think i know what we're still doing still cool this. we have a cigarette in the driveway blasting this in your oh, truck. just seeing what neighbors turn their lights mm-hmm. on yeah yeah it's just those grown men in the in the driveway again yeah <laughs> and, and you know what the sad part is but it's also fucking pretty thematic is when this song ends it ends on big, a question mark, though. Yeah, big, abrupt, and leaves you fucking hanging. Yeah, and and yeah. you get rocking with it so good that when it... You, it Fucking Jared. Yeah. The end of the song, the end of the album, it kind of feels like death, where you're just like, wait a second, and where'd you go? Yep. It's very hard to include the punctuation mark of the title musically into the end of the song. It sounds like it ends on... Like, what? You... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out Cantrell. <laughs> Musical question marks. <laughs> oh, here it is. 
and just resolves weird, you know? Totally. And you, you know what? Shout out to the drummers who get to end an album on a banger of a song with a <laughs> <"Bri-broom."> <laughs> like, dude, that's a moment. That's a moment in your career mm-hmm. when you're like, word, that's going to be the last and song. We got uh, I did that. You know what you can never get away with anymore without everybody knowing about it? Cha cha cha. That's a whole jam yeah. the next album. Yeah, you, 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 yeah yes. <laughs> Just once, man. Bring it back. <laughs> Nobody's doing that shit right now. Just like the hardest like new Drake song. It just what it ends. Cha cha cha. Come on. Somebody be brave enough. Yeah. I want to know the person who's the first one to back it. <laughs> yeah, he did that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. His back, right? Ja Rule thought it was cool. <laughs> Got Ja Rule co-sign on my cha-cha. <sighs> Dirt. My favorite Allison Jane's album. Yeah. No cha-cha-cha. I'm, well... I haven't listened to the anniversary edition. They might have put the cha 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 in it. What were, what were you about to say though, right there? I, I nobody does the nobody what, nobody does the cha 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 like Tito Puente. <laughs> I I really like the next album they did after this, but it just doesn't have, hold that. It was never anything as dark and heavy as this. Yeah, and I realize dark and heavy can be uh, what do you call that? subjective but to me this was like the darkest heaviest fucking album yeah ever when it came out it was like, i don't know if it's i don't know if i can think of anything just darker and heavier and when i say heavy i don't necessarily mean distorted guitars i mean do you, do you mean heavily spiritually do you mean, heavy do you mean like metaphysically like, like dirt like dirt heavy as dirt heavy as dirt dude dirt it's on you dirt mcgirt you're part of it yeah you're also going to be buried in it not me man you're going to space, dude. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I got to deal start- with China. I wrote a check, man. <laughs> Good. Because I'm going to start a Patreon for fucking <laughs> Barry Jared on the dark side of the moon. That's where I want to be with Autobots. Dude, I'm telling you. We should... St- okay. Just circle back to global economy. <laughs> Obviously, we should start thinking about our future, dude. Yeah. And if we're going to live to a good 160, 170 years old... Possible. I watched Joe Rogan. Yeah. We got to get into the space game. I, you know, baby steps, but we got to embrace it. It's coming. Yeah. Start yeah. with a few long plane trips. Get used to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to do good in that machine, the G machine, because I have a problem at the at the fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this <laughs> the is the zipper doesn't go well. This is how I. Yeah, I'm the same thing, dude. Yeah. The zipper, uh, the z- head over heels. I'm not the too scrambler, bad. At, I don't like it, but it gets can get too much. Yeah. The fucking Gravitron? Oh, no. Yo, fuck the Gravitron. <laughs> now, this is how I feel about the the gravity training for going to space. Fucking, I don't need to train for it. I'm not going to do this a whole bunch. Yeah. So, just let's do it once. I'll go through the experience. I may pass out. We should be, we, if we don't have the technology to keep me alive if I pass out because of what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. It's, dude, I'd wash out pretty quick. I'm not making the... I, yeah, I'm just saying. I can't handle the open sea. Woman, you think I, I'm going to handle open space? 
Well, we're not se- we're not going to send you up there fucking alive, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> That's true. No, man, I'm talking about. Like, I want my ashes to be comfortable. I'm not, we're not going to get an apartment up there. I'm talking about we should get a business where you, you know I start fucking getting in with the Chinese and sending fucking bodies up to the space. <laughs> ashes, you become the stars. <sighs> like Crosby Stills and Nash, which is going to be our <laughs> <Crosby> next. Crosby <Spielson laughs> and Nash. Crosby, Spielberg, and Nash. <laughs> their, their great second album. And Nash. Crosby, Stills, and Nash. What did you ever see? <laughs> did they see? Grand Nash's booty, dude. It was luscious. That's what I, that's what I used to call them, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. <sighs> Excuse me for that. that yeah. was, I had a sneeze. I, never, I didn't quite recover. Yeah, are you going to recover on this episode? Nah, probably not. <laughs> See you next week when we do another album. It's going to be a secret because our guest is going to be it. On the next episode. Yeah! Smoke weed every day.